Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. With your hands lifted up straight, say it like this. Take the limit, Y'all ready for this? 11 signs of an emotionally mature Christian. 11 signs of an emotionally mature Christian. That's our topic of conversation uh, for to, huh? Oh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, Our topic of conversation for tonight. Again, I am just excited to be here with you all one more time. We're going to talk about that and so many other things. Some stuff, other stuff I want to talk about. I want to get some stuff off my chest. Uh, y'all know how that is, but it's going to be a good, good, good night on tonight. So y'all might as well come on, get ready, join on in, and help us out. Then we got, of course, our, what we always do on Mondays, the, the Monday faux piece, huh? The faux piece on Mondays, the faux piece check-in. Y'all know how we do. We're going to get that started in a little while as well. But look, let me give you the rundown on how you can be a part of today's show. If you are already listening on the line, already listening online, all you got to do is push one. That'll get you to my producer, the best producer in the land, the one, the only Latanya Michelle King, taking all of your calls, emails, chats, anything that you got to do. Just come on, send it in to her. She'll get you over to me, and you'll be live on the air with your boy. If you're listening via Blog Talk Radio, simply dial area code 323-870-4375. That is the call-in number, 323-870-4375. That is your call-in number. One more time for the Holy Ghost, 323-870-4375. That is the call-in number. If you want to email the show, Feel free, email the show. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. That's right. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. That's where you can email the show. If you want to follow us on social media, you can do that as well. You can tweet the show. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's right. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. Y'all know the sign is two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can tweet the show. 
if you want to follow us on the gram, that's why I follow us on Instagram. Real simple, real easy to do. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. That's right, the same thing. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. Two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can follow us on the gram. Uh, if you want to follow us on Facebook, that's easy to do as well. Follow us on the book, as my good brother uh, Michael Henderson says, the book of face. Follow us on uh, Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. Real simple, real easy to do. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, it's real simple. Facebook.com uh, slash TTLO radio. Facebook.com slash TTLO radio is where you can find us there. Looking forward to seeing and hearing <clears throat> all of you air. Uh, uh, see all of you here uh, on the Facebook and then the live streams are up and running the live streams are up and running y'all come on in come on in come on in uh, and join in with us so glad to see you all already coming in that's why when you come in speak and say something I didn't have the chat box up so I, I know I already missed probably one at least I think Sister Pitts already done checked in god bless you god bless you i see you now uh but come on in and check in check in let us know where you're watching from uh and all of that on facebook live facebook.com uh slash ttlo radio and then those of you who are watching on youtube those of you watching on youtube god bless you thank you thank you thank you those of you watching on youtube come on in come on in let us know where you're watching from on youtube as well hit that subscribe button too if you don't mind facebook people go ahead and hit that share button thank you so much appreciate you we really really do uh it's always a pleasure always a pleasure uh real quick oh i can't see nothing on here let me refresh that real quick and there we go all right uh but man look if you are if you did not know if you did not know if you did not know we are an iheart radio partners which means you can catch us on your iheart radio app that's right just do a simple search on the iheart radio app for the ttlo media group if you find the ttlo media group not only will you find the ttlo radio show but back better than ever in october you'll see healthy soul talk with dr kimberly thomas real talk real issues real solutions with dr kimberly thomas you'll be able to catch that every thursday at 5 30 p.m always looking forward uh to hearing and seeing from you all that way if you want to uh if you want to uh I've, oh so to say lost track of what i was doing don't forget too we start the week off we start the week off every every sunday every sunday uh with here at the birthplace of gospel music that's right you can catch the live simulcast let me say that again you can catch the live simulcast right here uh, from the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church every Sunday at 11 a.m. That's right, at 11 a.m. You can catch the live simulcast from the birthplace of gospel music with Pastor Daryl in person and the Ebenezer Church family. You can catch that always right here uh, on the TTLO Media Group Network. Don't forget my brother, the good pastor, Harold D. Washington, over at the Faith, Works, and Vision Church. My brother is, on, is, is, is in the process of uh, working on another venture right now. Uh, that's why he hasn't been here, but he's going to pop in on a different day. So get ready, get ready, get ready. I'll let him share that with y'all when he's ready. But uh, I spoke to him yesterday, had a good conversation with him last night, uh, but uh, always praying for him and the Faith Works and Vision family over there on the west side of Chicago. But you can catch their live broadcast as well on the TTLO Media Group Network. Uh, don't forget, too, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you can download a podcast, you can find us there. All right, y'all. Y'all know what it is. It's the church check-in. It's the full piece. The full piece. What is it? The full piece check-in. Come on, come on, check-in, check-in. It's the full piece check-in. Y'all know what to do. We want to know what, church? 
did you go to or watch? What church did you go to or watch yesterday? Who preached the sermon yesterday? What was the sermon title and what was the scripture? It's the four-piece check-in. Come on, come on, check-in on the four-piece check-in. Let us know. Let us know what was going down yesterday at whatever church you you uh, visited or went to on yesterday. Come on, y'all. Come on. Get the four-piece check in. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. I feel like I should have played that right there. Uh, <laughs> but y'all, come on. Come on. Check in. Check in with us. Uh, the four-piece check in. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that right now. Uh, let's come on and do that. Just like my man used to say back in the day. Uh, just like that. Come on, let's get it started. The full piece check in. Come on, come on, let's get it started. Uh, I mean, Hammer, Hammer, you know, he was a preacher at one point. I wonder if he's still a preacher. I remember he had a show. And he, had a, he, had a, uh, uh, he was preaching, and he was coming on like TV, like preaching. You don't remember that? Slightly. Yeah, Hammer was preaching. There you go. Was it a good word? Uh, he was preaching. He was preaching for real. Like, yeah, I don't know what happened, though. He was preaching. Y'all remember that when Hammer was preaching? He was up there getting it in. I know y'all like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was an MC Hammer fan. You know, that's, that's you know, in the words of uh, Bernie Mac, I like happy rap. <laughs> I was I was into happy rap. I was never into the hardcore, uh, the hardcore stuff. I liked happy rap. But yeah, so, but let's get it started, y'all. The four piece check in. Come on, let me know. Let me know. Let me know what church you went to yesterday. Who preached the sermon? What was the sermon title? And what was the scripture? What was the basis for the word you got on yesterday? Come on in with that four piece check in. Come on, let us know. Let us know. Let us know. I know over here at the uh, at the Ebenezer. Uh, 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 the time you gonna tell us what the uh, what? I know some Ebenezer people. It's Ebenezer people on here. They, they, they don't ever check in right. and tell us. Why got put them on the spot? Why you got to be the one on you? You know what? You're right. You know you might be right. You ain't got right. to always be the one checking in over here at the Ebenezer. Somebody better check in from Ebenezer. Y'all was here yesterday at the Ebenezer. Check in. What was the scripture? What was the ser- who preached? I already know what church you went to, so you ain't got to tell us that part. But who preached? What was the sermon title? And what scripture did they come out of? That's how the old people say. What scripture he come out of? Right. What's the name of that scripture you come out of when you preach that? <laughs> That's how they people talk. What's the name of that scripture you come out of when the old people, uh, uh, when, when you preach, Reverend? Reverend, what was that scripture? You come out of, but y'all come on, man. Check in, check in. Let us know. It's a bunch of y'all on here. They were paying attention. Right. It's a bunch of y'all on here. Come on, check in. If it's an Ebenezer folk on here, I want to know what was the, what was the sermon title yesterday. Act like I wasn't here. Act like I was out of town. Act like I was busy and might have missed it. Come on, help me out. I know some of y'all on here, and then the ones that's on here sneak watching. Come on on here and uh, let me know what you what, what was the sermon title, who preached, and what was the scripture. Come on, help your boy out. What church did you go to yesterday, people? This is for everybody. It's the four-piece check-in. Four-piece check-in. What church? Who preached? Sermon title? Scripture. Come on, come on in the room. did you go to, period? Did did you go to church? Hmm? Did did y'all go to Bedside Baptist? I know some of y'all doing virtual. (laughs) 
preaching from the word of Namaste Sleep. Namaste Sleep? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Namaste Sleep. Really? <laughs> if I could throw, I would. Namaste. Yeah, because this probably won't even make it over here. Namaste, really. That's what <laughs> You part uh, Buddhist. <laughs> you bat Buddhist. Well, if you have Boo Baptist, Baptist. You, you Boo Baptist. Boo Baptist. You mixing up. Baptist. You see. See, all the minds. You can't be Boo Baptist. Boo Baptist ain't going to work out. That ain't going to work out. That's, okay. There's too many different gods. See, all the mind is the same God. <laughs> Baptist, same God. <laughs> Apostolic, same God. You over there trying to be Boo Baptist. You got Buddha over there in the party. Mm-mm, him can't come. That was at church. <laughs> Say well, you was at church. I was at church. You was here. You was you was here. You was in the room. Jesus was your doctor, and he did write out your scriptures. But y'all, <laughs> oh, y'all, y'all quiet tonight. Come on, I, uh, uh, come on, check in, check in, check in. Make sure I ain't miss nothing. You, I ain't miss nothing, right? You ain't miss nothing. Okay, good, 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 good. Anyway, anyway, uh, while while we're waiting, while we're waiting for that, we're waiting for that. I'm gonna start doing some. Uh, we're gonna start having a church check in contest. Uh, to see, you know, get some folk to wake up a little bit. Uh, yeah, there was uh, two uh, stories that happened, uh, and I want to go through this one um, first. Okay, why did that come up? Okay, I want to go through this one first. Uh, I want to share this with you all. I, I, we often talk about uh, the violence in the city. There, there, there is an absolutely as a as a um, educator. This thing came across. I think I saw this. Uh, it was over the weekend. I think it happened on Friday. Uh, let me see. Oh no, Saturday morning. That's right. I saw this Saturday morning. So, um, literally, it says grieving dad uh, speaks after his son allegedly shot and killed by his own mother. Seventh grader was shot and killed by his own mother. A father shared his unimaginable grief after his 12-year-old son was shot and killed over the weekend. The boy's mother is now charged in his death. Caden Ingram's family spoke out about mental illness Monday to bring more attention to a topic they said should be front and center in this case. He was the joy of my life, said the father, Lavelle Ingram. He was everything a father could want in a child. The seventh grader was shot and killed inside of his home on the city's south side on Saturday morning. Police say the shooter was his own mom. Wow. Police said Harris asked her son to hand over a memory card, and when he didn't have it, detectives say she shot him. The child was still conscious, but when the investigator said Harris walked back in again and opened fire a second time, the child died. His mom's loving mom. She loved him more than she loved anything in the world. Ingram said, family members said Harris was struggling mentally uh, and said she just saw a therapist the day before the shooting. People need to know that mental illness is real, Ingram said. Harris appeared in bond court Monday morning as being and is being held without bond. I don't even know how to respond to that. That's uh, I saw that Saturday, and I, I, I and I, I think I'm kind of glad I forgot that I saw it Saturday. Um, 
But yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that's a lot. That's a that's a that's a whole lot to have to uh, to even um, try to process. That's a whole lot to even even try to process. Uh, I don't even know how you how you can even get around um, trying to trying to process that because that is that is that is a uh, ridiculous uh, you know me- mental illness is is a real is a real thing uh, it absolutely is a real thing um, at the same time um, it just goes to show you in our communities, especially in the black community, just like, you know, black folks are talking about not wanting to um, take the vaccine. Uh, people, black folks don't want to go to therapy either because, you know, we, we unfortunately, our history shows uh, us being abused by the medical, uh, by the, the, the healthcare system, uh, whether it be with medication or mentally. And uh, here is a case where, you know, nobody has said anything negative about the mom. Now, I don't know any backstory or anything like that, but this is, I mean, the, the story itself is 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 beyond incredible. Um, and supposedly this this was over a over a memory card or, or something, uh, but unbelievable, Un, unbelievable. Twelve year old, seventh grader, shot and killed. Uh, by his own mother uh, this past weekend. He was one of six of seven that were killed over the weekend. 60, 60 shootings this past weekend. 60, 60 people. Let me, let me say that again. 60. Um, uh, yeah, 15-year-old girl was shot on Saturday night. 15. Unbelievable. Yeah. So I that 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 I don't even know the words. Um, oh, a 16-year-old was shot on the on the south side. Okay, and a 17-year-old in Bronzeville. I think we heard about this one on the ring Saturday night. 17-year-old. Yeah. So we are. It is a. Um, it's beyond. It's beyond a epidemic. Um, the 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 senseless uh, killings of our people. Uh, it's beyond epidemic at this point. Um, I don't even know, you know, what to, uh, how to combat that. I know Channel 5 News, I think they started it last night, um, a special they're doing on the violence uh, in the city of Chicago. Uh, I was trying to pull it up to see where it, where, where it was. They're doing, but they're doing a whole special uh, on the violence and the people that are trying to, um, trying to help uh, uh, interrupt or, or, or stop it. Uh, they have this whole thing about social media's effect on violence. I was told this today. It was another violent week. Let me, I was told this today. So there, there is, you know, all these, these things that start on TikTok. Have you seen, have you all seen this TikTok about stealing from your school? There is a whole TikTok supposedly that is going that is encouraging kids steal from the school, and and it's a trend, 
uh, talking about fun and something else. Uh, and I, I just, I couldn't understand that, but I was warned about that today. Uh, uh, and, and yeah, I don't even, I, I can't even understand. It, it, it's, it's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, here it is. Newsweek. Let me read this real quick. Newsweek article. Students steal objects. Uh, yeah, students steal objects from high school in latest TikTok. Last month, TikTok banned the crate challenge. Oh, they finally got rid of it. But a new rising trend is already causing issues on the app. High school and college students don't let them mean nothing. High school and college students are stealing objects from their school before sharing them online and dubbing them devious licks. In this context, a devious lick refers to a successfully stolen item. The trend originated with users who shared a, vi- a video of himself taking a box of disposable masks from his backpack on September 1st and the caption, a month into school, absolutely devious lick. The video gained 300,000 views and triggered a reel of copycat videos. Five days later, on September 6th, another TikTok user gained over 2.5 million videos, uh, sorry, 2.5 million views or likes showing them removing a hand sanitizer dispenser from their bag that they stole off the wall. Only a month into school and got this absolute devious lick they wrote. September 7th saw another viewer gain over 3 million views with a video showing him stealing a school microscope. The videos are always paired with TikTok audio created by Mentia, but the stolen objects range from working towel dispensers to a sign and even more coercingly, a fire alarm. They took the fire alarm off the wall. How long before this becomes another issue? I mean, really? Is this, is this really what we're doing? <laughs> this, this is really what we're doing. We, this, this is what we're doing. This is in high school. And you know at some point the middle schoolers are going to start it because I ain't even being funny right now. We got a whole laptop missing. <laughs> we got a whole laptop missing out of my room. A whole Chromebook, brand new Chromebook. Number 16 is gone. And we in school, what, this week three? Yes. Week three, whole laptop missing. So I am, yeah, Felicia said it took boredom to a whole nother level. Yeah, get something. (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, come on now. Is this this really it? High school and college. Is this really what we're doing right now? This, this, This is like, I guess, this is this a version of stealing the other team's mascot? But take it to a whole nother level. I don't know. I don't know. You got nothing for me? <laughs> I don't, uh, not until expulsion. That's Somebody go to jail or, get, or, get, ex- or get expelled. Yeah. I mean, like, right. you know, it's one thing to have pranks or stealing the school's mascot and everything else like that. Right. Like, I, I remember in college, they put a whole car in the cafeteria. A whole who? Car. A car? Yeah, so they took out the big picture frame window, mm-hmm. and they and they put the car on ramp, mm-hmm. and sat it in the cafeteria, and put the picture window back up, and that was that. Wow. Wow. I, I, I we, we never did, I don't remember any pranks in high school. Uh, I remember pranks on the job. Like, I remember we, we literally, like, we, we, 
It was horrible too. But we saran wrapped somebody's whole desk. Like okay. so literally, like saran wrapped the entire desk. Mm-hmm. And then at Chase, we didn't have offices. All the management had cubicles. So the roofs, the the you know, the tops were open, but we had doors, but it was mm-hmm. cubicles. We we filled one up with balloons. Okay. Like complete balloons. And then they did one with rubber ducks. Oh, okay. I don't know where they got them from. I don't know where they got them from. But they, yeah. Apparently rubber ducks are cheap. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But they filled it up the entire, so you could not, oh, you open the door, they're coming out. It's one thing to play pranks with your co-workers. Co-workers. Right. And, you know, right. your associates and everything else. Right. It's another thing to take property yeah. that the school doesn't have money for. Right. And, and yeah, because we, like that. right. <laughs> where there's a plea, right? We begging for Chromebooks and iPads, and y'all, I, I don't, I don't know, if, I don't know if, if somebody took it uh, because of that, but yeah, I just that's just uh, we had a parapro named Miss Day in high school. She was never afraid to curse the kid out. She just retired. I've been out of high school. For... <laughs> Who's that? Felicia. <laughs> she had a paraprofessional. She was never afraid to curse the kid out. She just retired, and I've been out of high school for twenty plus years. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, I, I speaking of speaking, you know, and I, I talked about this on Friday uh, about the schools. And remember, I told y'all how we send the kids home every day. We sent home eight kids today with COVID symptoms that are not allowed to come back to school until they have a negative test. Eight children today. And my, I, that, that was my last. Is count. it a negative test, or do you just say from? home for seven to ten days no it's a negative test I mean, i'm sorry you go home until you're tested until you come back, until you can present a negative until your parent presents a negative test so this is mandated with yes. your school to yes. you know because usually they just say stay home seven to ten days and just come back that's if you that's if there's no um if they if they're presented with symptoms they, they, but, but now sneezing is a symptom. Unless, unless it's allergies, right? Unless, you, unless we know that it's allergies. You don't know how many people turn around when I sneeze. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, I'm just looking. I'm looking at the email now. One student that was sent home got it. Came back with a negative test already, so they can come back to school tomorrow. So the parents. Go, so, but we literally had eight children picked up today from school early because the you know one of the symptoms is headaches and vomiting. And that's um, that's been going on a lot, which is disgusting in itself. <laughs> so I'm not, yeah, I, I you know, cause at some point, you know, uh, uh, you know, kids, you know, all you gotta do is say my head hurt, and I'm going home. But now you gotta go get that test, right? But and I guess thank God they ain't sticking nothing up your nose no more. So you know, <laughs> for the COVID test, they don't. It's all throat throat and stuff now. Yeah, you just you know get you a good swab, D, a good DNA test now is what it is. <laughs> It's a lot of kids playing with their. I believe they are playing with their parents' time. Right, because you got to come, money. come, come get him now. Because you got to come get him right now. Send somebody. Because you over here playing. Right, and now I got to leave here, and then now take you to one of these test places to get tested. Because they give them a list of places to go to get the free. Well, all the tests are free still, but they give is a list of places to go. And and we have a form that lets them know why they're being tested from certain such and such school that they could send back to us immediately. Yeah, there's a whole process. <sighs> oh, was there something else? Uh, you have a caller on the line. I do? Yes. You know who it is? Yes. Oh, you do? 
Yeah. Hold, please. Let me, uh, that's my call waiting. Where is it at? Uh, I think I know who this is, too, I think. Uh, Caller, you're live on the air with your boy. God bless you, Lord, beloved. We're glad to be here on tonight. Praise <laughs> the Lord Jesus for the DPLO family. God bless you, Lord, beloved. I just came on today. Uh-huh. The worst mama king, not, not Miss King. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Miss King. Uh-huh. And happy 17th birthday. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thank you, thank you so much. If, if y'all did not know who this was, and I think he did say his name, but this, this is the is, one. That, this is his holder. Wait a minute. This is his holder. Uh-huh. One only. Cardinal. Adopter, Reverend Michael, but not his, the pastor of the Second Baptist Church of LaGrange. Okay, the 26th and Washington in LaGrange, Illinois. I just came on to say, word of God. Hallelujah. Word of God. Yes, Lord. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was Modia's birthday, and yes, I thought it would be not Robert to wish Modia on not Robert. I want to say yeah. that he. I, I want to say Doctor Henderson has a limit. I have to, I have to clarify. You know, with certain people, has an earned doctorate. I have to say yes, that. Earned, right, earned, right, right. Doctor. Now, right. now listen. Now, I just want to say to you. Uh-huh. Uh, on tonight because, you know, I've been kind of missing y'all. But, you know, Monday, after the cheering gets through whooping on you, and you're sending <laughs> cheering home because of this here COVID and Carol. You know, just, you, know, you just feel like just going on to the house. Yeah, I listen, listen, <laughs> listen, we going to send, no, we have two classes that, that's going to be in quarantine. From the, wow. Two whole classes. Two wow. whole classes. Well, I'm waiting on them to send me home. I want them to quarantine. Please quarantine mine because I can go for 10 days. It sounds good to me. And listen, I can be uh, everywhere, I, and I got my computer. Everywhere uh-huh. I go, hey, everywhere I go, come on, children, everywhere. Listen, hallelujah. But, are you, what school, you still over on the south side at, your, at the school? Y- yes, I'm at the, uh, I'm at the Brown Academy on 126th Union Avenue. Uh, oh, yes. Jesus. What part of town is that? Far. Uh, <laughs> that's, um, <laughs> that, is that Roseland? No, that's not Roseland, is it? Further than Roseland. I'm, I'm right on the coast of Calumet. Oh, oh. That sounds like Chicago like Heights. Uh, what is that? 294. Uh-huh. 294. I'm not too far from Crestwood. Oh, okay. You're not too far from the bowling alley then. What's the bowling alley? The bowling alley is on 127th. Uh, right off Kedzie. Okay, I, listen, I pass by that one all the time. I go all the way to Austin. So I'm yeah, at Bur- 126 and Union. Okay, yeah, we at Burr Oak Bowling Alley, Burr Oak. Yeah, by the, by the cemetery, yes. Right where Emmett Teal was, right over there, right right yeah, there. There you go, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, I see that you've been preaching a little bit over at the Ebenezer Church, Inc., and how I know it is because you're – your significant other, praise the Lord, Amos King, takes you out for a steak dinner, you know. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Uh-huh. And I don't, uh-huh. be, I don't be invited because I don't understand because, you know, I, I be out of church all the time, you know, and I believe in the brunches and things, you know, because young people believe in the brunches. Uh-huh. The brunch. Uh-huh. So I don't well, know why I don't get invited to no, no steak dinners and things, you know. 
Well, uh, she right there on the line. That ain't, that ain't, you know. Well, well listen here. Listen, I got to switch over. I'm going to call y'all back. Can y'all be sweet? Bye. <laughs> Once again, y'all, give it up for my good brother, uh, the one, the only, Dr. Michael Bernard. <laughs> Did you see Sheldon's comment? Sheldon said, hold on, let me put him over there. Uh, Sheldon <laughs> Wait a minute, where is it at? Oh, there it is right there. Sheldon said, I was there when he wrote <laughs> You was on the line? You probably was. You were. You was on the line. Swear to God. That's coming to a, a CD near you. <laughs> look, if, if uh, look, he wrote the song. Uh, I wonder if Cornelius Williams' album is out yet. Has he finished the CD? I think he got room for one more single. A bonus track. That's a bonus track. We can put that on there. That could be a TTLO studio production. We can put that on there right now. Sweat of God. Uh coming through. Coming to, coming to a, a tabernacle. That's a t-shirt. Coming to you with the sweat of God. Mm-hmm. Coming to a tabernacle near you. Sweat of God. Huh? Let the moisture roll down. Huh? Come on. Let me tell y'all something about how hot it was yesterday over here at the church house. Y'all know, first of all, I don't sweat. I'm not a sweater. I never have been. I don't, I don't really, like, even at the gym, like, you know, the tiny contested is, I really don't sweat at the gym. I'm not, I'm not a sweater. But yesterday, a bead of sweat, and there's something about it, and she can tell you better than me, I just highly offended, upset rather, when I could feel a whole bead of sweat run down the very center of my back. It just it, it does something to me that makes me feel not quite right. I almost feel like I was on one of them commercials for back in the day where I should be walking on the beach and I should just look over the other person and say, you ever get that not so clean feeling? You ever get that not so fresh? It was a bead of sweat. I can't stand it. It was that hot up in here over at the Ebenezer uh, on yesterday. Did anybody from Ebenezer check in yet? Uh, let me check in. Let me do the church check-in. Thank you, Felicia. She did a church check-in. Uh, Felicia did the church check-in. Huh? Felicia says, uh, women's virtual meeting sermon, uh, you are not the judge, brought by evangelist Stephanie Davis. Uh, the text, Matthew 7 and 1, Romans 9, 20 and 21, and 1 Timothy Six and fifteen. Okay, okay. You are not the judge. You are not the judge. Let me look that up. Matthew seven and one. Let me look that up real quick. Thank you, Felicia. Thank you so much. Since you you was obedient. Thank you so much. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Matthew seven and one. Let me see what that says. Uh, Matthew seven and one. Oh, I got it. Do not judge, or you will be judged. Uh huh. That's what it say. Do not judge, or you will be judged. Romans nine. 20 and 21 Romans 9 20 and 21 what does that say uh Romans 9 20 and 21 says come on act right computer come on come on come on somebody just holler read uh 20 and 21 says nay but old man who art thou that repliest against God shall the thing be thing formed say to him that formed it why hast thou made me thus uh, 21 says, hath not the pot of power over the clay or the same lump sum to make one vessel unto honor and another unto dishonor? Mm, I like that. 
I like that. And then the last one was First Timothy 6 and 15. We're doing the four-piece church check-in. I want to know what church you went to, uh, who preached, what was the sermon title, and what was the scripture. Come on, come on, check-in, check-in. Uh, let's see, last sermon, uh, last scripture she gave was First Timothy, First Timothy uh, 6 and 15. And the word of God reads... Come on, come on. Where's that? Where's that? Uh, where's my, why my computer acting crazy? Which in his times he shall show who is blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I got to get the message for that one. Let me get the message. Message Bible says, uh, our master Jesus Christ is on his way. He'll show up right on time. His arrival guaranteed by the blessed and undisputed ruler, high king, high God. <laughs> He's only one death can't touch. His light's so bright, no one can even get close. Oh, that's all right right there. That'll preach. I like that. I like that. Who is? What time is y'all, um, uh, uh, Felicia, is y'all virtual sermon time? What time is y'all stuff? I, oh, oh, wait, but it's only for women. I can't tune in. Tanya, tune in. Let me know what they be doing. Okay. You are not the judge, Evangelist Stephanie David. I don't know what time it is. That's why I just asked okay. her to tell us. What time? Uh, so Tanya can come, let me do like y'all do, and sneak watch. <laughs> Tune in. Sheldon, did you preach? Oh, it's nine o'clock. Oh, Sh- Sheldon, yeah, did you preach yesterday? Uh, uh brother uh, bishop, apostle, his uh Wilson. Prelate. <laughs> did you preach on yesterday? Oh boy. I got I'm, re- I'm ready for this article. I am. I'm ready for this article though. Uh did you preach yesterday? This was good, y'all. This was this this is good. Come on, come on. We we got we got I got time for one more church check in. I'm, I'm surprised where the faith works and vision folk at, because y'all was over there getting y'all shout on yesterday. I won't know what the word was. Ain't nobody from the faith works and vision gave us no information today. Are we working on co-ed? My husband be up all up and through. Oh. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So uh, uh, I want to know what like what what was what was preached over at the faith working and then where the Ebenezer folk. I won't know what the sermon title was yesterday. Uh huh. Tell, y'all telling on yourself for not putting it in here. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I got to know. I got to know. I got to know. Anyway, anyway, that, that was it for my, um, for, oh, one last uh, thing for the day. And I'm going to give you this report for the whole season going forward. But to my Chicago Bear fans. that was so excited about the season starting on yesterday. I know you thought something was going to be different. But let me say this. Say the words of, uh, what's his name? Huh? The uh, the old coach, the black coach. <laughs> They're exactly who we thought they were. <laughs> and we let them off the hook. <laughs> The pit say, don't do it. There's exactly who they thought it. Look here. The, I'm sorry, Chicago Bear fans. I am so sorry. But did y'all at least pinch the. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> I call Oh my. <laughs> but did y'all, did, did, did y'all try? I mean, come on. I was excited. Look, I, look the, the brother got in there. I'm glad they didn't keep the brother in there. Because the offensive line wasn't blocking, worth for nothing. He was going to get hurt or something. 
I, I, don't, I don't need the brother in there getting beat up because they can't block. Worth for nothing. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, you know, Justin Fields, he looked good. He got him a touchdown, threw a nice little pass, you know, all that good stuff. But uh, what's my man's name? Uh, <laughs> she said, right, he stayed away for nothing. <laughs> man, look here. I was, I, you know, I had people on Facebook. My own cousin said he was going to, uh, what did he say? He said, I was about to get blocked. Yeah. Yeah, Roman. Yeah. Yeah, my cousin, y'all, uh, Roman, said he was going to block me. Uh, because, uh, 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 yeah, he was going to block me because he didn't like my bears comments, uh, and all of them, all of that good stuff. Let me, let me say this real quick and I'm going to move on. Then I'm going to move on to the rest of the show. Thank y'all so much. Thank y'all so much, so much, so much, so much, uh, to, uh, for all of you all that said happy birthday or wished my mom a happy 71st birthday. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. Uh, y'all don't have to do kind of stuff like that. And I know it ain't no, you know, it might not be a big deal because you liking the stuff and clicking like all day on any and everything. Uh, but it meant the world to me that you guys took 30 seconds or five seconds. Some of y'all just hit like. Some of y'all actually left a comment, which is far beyond uh, whatever you had to do. Uh, but thank you, thank you, thank you so much to the 133 likes and 178 comments. Uh, thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all so much. I really do appreciate it. She is on, oh, okay, so she on here now saying thank you. Because my mom, my mom is going to sit there and hit reply on every comment. She don't, <laughs> instead of just sending back, you know, she she uh, got etiquette like that. You know, she still do thank you notes. Praise Jesus. I can't do thank you notes because y'all wouldn't be able to read them no way. Uh, but thank you, thank you, thank you so much to all of you all that, and those that are still still sending birthday wishes. Thank you so much. Uh, and cool thing happened today. Uh, I called my mom uh, while I was in class, and my 16 students, because the rest of them is either on quarantine or not showed up, uh, but my 16 students uh, that I had this morning all screamed into the phone, happy birthday to her uh, this morning, which was kind of cool. Uh, so thank you all, thank you all, thank you all so much, and all of that. Uh, I'm always happy to celebrate uh, my mom, and she hit the big 71 this year. And like I said on Facebook, uh, black don't crack, huh? It don't, because 71 ain't nowhere in that. That is. So anyway, all right, look, we're going to take a quick break. Yep, we're going to take a real quick break. When we come back, when we come back, we're going to jump into uh, our topic of conversation for tonight. This is going to be good, y'all. 11 signs of an emotionally mature Christian. 11 signs of an emotionally mature Christian. That's going to be our topic of conversation for tonight i want to blow this song up man i i, I need eric look i need y'all to do look go to do me a favor man now 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 if you don't like the song then that's 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 on y'all that's okay but if you like i think this is i I love this is a praise and worship song uh this song called i'll praise him by eric kirk uh y'all hit kirk franklin up man and hit that go to their facebook page and tell them you want to hear this song by eric kirk and true worship uh, I'll praise them. Let's get that thing on Sirius Radio uh, so they can get some listens and some 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 plays and all that good stuff, y'all, because I promise you, this is a good joint, and his band, uh, his band is ridiculous. We'll be right back, y'all. 2T, 1L. 2T, Radio.
Ebenezer can come over to us. Okay. I got to work out something. Or you know what? So you're, doing, I know you're doing the second Sunday in October, and then you're doing the fifth Sunday. As Michael, especially if y'all getting out at ten fifteen, because y'all can come on over here for eleven o'clock. <clears throat> get in listen, the van. No, no, and come on over here. I need you. No, I really, I need you all to come to us because even now October is church anniversary month. Oh. When, and, when, when you know. Okay, y'all just doing well, something we can, during the well, we can also do it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Y'all just doing something in the morning, though, right? Oh, yeah, we're not doing anything in the evening. Listen, but now we yeah, can do it in November because that's, that's fine, too. You know, we okay, can work well, it out. Let's work it out. Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. We can figure something out. Now, now on yeah. fourth Sunday, on fourth Sunday we doing church stuff. Now on fourth Sunday, you know who was over here last week? You would you would have fell out. Uh, Sister Ludella Evans Reed was here at the church house. Oh Lord, directed and fine. Lord, <laughs> Lord, I wish I would have been there. So wait a minute. So on fourth Sunday, wait a minute. So uh, when you going out of town this Sunday? On fourth Sunday? No, you 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 have a service no, on fourth Sunday. Sunday this month. Right. So on yeah, fourth Sunday live, this month. Yeah. On fourth Sunday okay. this month, when you get out of church, you need to come on over here because Ludella gonna be here with some other folk because it's the, we celebrating uh, uh, Gospel Music Month. So she gonna really? be here. Yes, she coming over here <laughs> to hang out at the boys' place. So you might well come on over here right after you get through preaching in Holland. Come on over oh, here. Oh, I need to. <laughs> I need to come and see Mama Lou. Right. Yeah. Come on over. Yeah. Mal- and Mal- Malcolm, you know Malcolm Williams. That's my fat brother. Of course I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. So he, he yeah. was he he was here. He coming back. He coming. He'll be here. Isn't um okay. What's well, yeah. good? Is in person with the same frat? Um, yeah. Him and him and him and uh, uh the senior past over here is in the same frat. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, they are. Yes, All they right. are. I you know I ain't trying yes, to say. Yes. Uh, you know, they are, they'll be all right. You know, black and gold, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, you know, if it wasn't for us, there wouldn't be no y'all. But let that go. Uh, anyway, no. uh, listen, you know, you know, you know, just, just love Paul McClough. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, but again, I had to come on to the ether yes. to wish Mama a And, and listen, Sister McCurtis, I am still waiting on the tail of the ox. <laughs> you still uh, trying to do Okay, okay, Michael. Uh, you put, he putting his whole audience. Right. He won't stay uh, on the radio. Yeah, on the radio, live. He won't. He won't stay. Hey, listen, won't listen, listen. And the and the, and listen. In the words of Mama, wherever you act the fool, that's where I'm gonna get you. Yeah. But that's where y'all gonna act the fool. Listen, I'm, I'm I'm listen. Probably one Wednesday soon and very soon. I'm coming to the show. Listen, y'all be sweet now, him, and I'll talk with you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Should have told him about baby sweets. One more time. What? Oh, she had a job. Yeah. Oh, he. Now, why she can go down and get a fire down there at the, at, the, at the ice cream shop, trying to get something. Get all the good ice. Right. Cream. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Who? Are y'all know he's talking about my mama's birthday. Okay. She. She's like, Mom King Show. Don't look it. Good evening, everyone. Happy birthday. Oh, Sean is on here. Man, let me say that before I get to man, bro. If if you still a Sean, you still on here? Give me a thumbs up or say something. Drop something in the chat box. Amazing concert. Uh, I wish we could have been a, a larger part. Uh, unfortunately, it fell on the day uh, that I'm at the bowling alley uh, with my bowling team, and I just can't up and leave. 
uh, and if, if I leave, it's two people leaving because it's you know, and so and all that kind of stuff. So we we can't uh, we can't uh, up and up and leave. Uh, but I am I am uh, so excited and proud of my little bro uh, Sean McCurtis uh, and what they did on Saturday uh, with the Come Together uh, concert uh, that he had down in Charleston, Illinois. Uh, I watched uh, a lot of it while I was at the bowling alley. And I must say, sir, you all did an amazing, amazing, amazing job. I don't know if he's still on here or not, but amazing, amazing job uh, that uh, down there. Uh, shout out to him, uh, the band, PJ, Chris, uh, uh, and then Jalen, of course, for all of the audio and video production that they did down there uh, in Charleston. If you didn't get a chance to check it out, I shared it on the TTLO page. I believe it's on the TTLO page. I shared it to either my page or the TTLO page. But check it out when you get a chance. The music is 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 off the chain, uh, and like I said on there, I'm waiting for him to I'm waiting for him to do one, to do one here in Chicago because there's already uh they st- <laughs> I just read Felicia comment and they still honeymooning Bishop. <laughs> it's the longest honeymoon. <laughs> The longest. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they are. They are. Um, uh, uh, I'm, whenever he, whenever he comes decide to come to Chicago, I already told him the venue. <laughs> the venue is set up. Look, you ain't got you ain't got to worry about no equipment. Not being where it's gonna be. Folk gonna be here. And look, I got and I heard about your bass player situation. We got one on deck just in case. And if you know if you're doing it in Chicago, John going to come play for you anyway, so it don't even matter. So, <laughs> so you're good to go. But, man, I, I am grateful, grateful, grateful for all of them uh, and everybody. You know, it was a great, 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 great time. So if you didn't get a chance, go check it out. Uh, <laughs> Michael Perry. I'm reading these comments, y'all. But y'all still check. Y'all, uh, y'all still going in on my mama's birthday. Uh, man, ooh, my old boss even commented, good Lord. <laughs> I worked there for about five years. Okay. Thank you, Bob Lindenfelder. Taught me all about investments. Investments. Robert Lindenfelder. Anyway, uh, so we are back, y'all. We got this great, great article that we're going to talk about tonight. This great article, simply, simply, simply entitled 11 Signs, 11 Signs uh, of an Emotionally Mature Christian. 11 Signs of an Emotionally Mature Christian. Uh, the writer is... Uh, what is his name disappeared to? The writer is there. He is Pete Cesaro. Yeah, look, say, say say that with some with some energy behind it. But the writer is Peter. Peter uh, Cesaro is the writer. Uh, you can check him out. You can check him out. Uh, he has been. Let me get get you his info. Uh, Pete Cesaro. Uh, he is. Come on, computer, work with me. Act like you know me over here. You just don't take your sweet time, huh? Here we go. Pete Zero is an author of emo- he's the author of a book called Emotionally Healthy Spiritually, uh, released back in 2006, a groundbreaking work on the integration of emotional health and contemplative spirituality. He has also authored the Emotionally Healthy Church uh, back in 2003, winner of the Gold Medallion Award for 2003, and then began the journey with the Daily Office 2008 and several best-selling Bible study guides. Pete is the founder and senior pastor of New Life Fellowship Church in Queens, New York, a multiracial international church representing over 65 countries. 
Can somebody say qualified? Ah, <laughs> uh, come on now. We don't, we ain't just using uh, uh, Johnny from around the corner to give y'all some information. We giving you qualified. Look at your neighbor. Qualified people. Uh, when we give you, when we share information with you guys. So I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, let's jump into it. Let's jump into it. Let's jump into it. Thank y'all so much. Um. The writer says, the writer says, 11 signs of an emotionally mature Christian. The writer says, are you a mature Christian? Are you a mature Christian? Uh, The writer says, why are so many Christians judgmental, Mm, unaware, and defensive? Oh, Lord. Part of the answer lies in a failure to biblically integrate emotional health and spiritual maturity. He says, a vast industry exists around emotional intelligence that ignores spirituality. A vast amount of information also exists that defines a mature Christian. Rarely are the two integrated. So here we go. Y'all ready? 11 signs. One of David says 65 con- con- countries. Yes, ma'am. 65 countries. Felicia's question. She said, uh, oh, should there be a debate? But I think she should watch Friday show if you didn't hear it. For people who don't want to be, you know what? Uh, um, should there be a debate for people who do not want to be back? I don't know if this should be a debate, but go back. If you, well, she, she, must, she must not have been on Friday. Right. She must have been late. Not. You were late for church Friday? You was absent? Did you send a, uh, a, a note? I ain't get no excuse. Right, you get an excuse? excuse. A toddy? Yeah. Toddy slip? Nothing. 11 signs of an emotionally mature Christian. Here we go. Here we go. Y'all ready? The writer says, number one, you anchor your life in the love of Jesus. These are the 11 signs of an emotionally mature Christian. You anchor your life in the love of Jesus. You anchor, anchor, anchor. You know what anchor, the thing that holds the boat in, in place. You anchor your life in the love of Jesus. The writer says this, you don't divide your life into secular and sacred compartments. Ooh. I like that. You don't divide your life into secular and sacred compartments. Instead, you rather enjoy communion with him in all areas of your life, work, recreation, church, and parenting. Toward that end, you regularly practice spiritual disciplines, meditation on scripture, silence, solitude, community, confession, and worship to position yourself to practice his presence all throughout the day. That's good. How many of us try to separate the two? You know, because I, 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 I used to be one. I used to be one. I used to be like, this is my church stuff over here, and this is my life, rest of my life over here. And at some point, you got to, you got to, you got to figure out. Because if, if your life over here is doing anything that's going to separate you from him over here, then you're causing a problem for yourself. So an emotionally mature Christian, come on now, help me out. An emotionally mature Christian doesn't have to divide his or her life. You don't have to separate the two. Because if you're living for God, why, then why, why keep God out of what you're doing when you go to work? I don't hear nobody. Uh-huh. I don't hear nobody. Because I think somebody said this. I'm trying to remember who did the crickets. That's what I heard, crickets. I believe I heard somebody say it like this. If he ain't your Lord of all, then he can't be your Lord at all. I don't hear nobody. Huh? How, how are you separating yourself? You know, I'm, I'm, or are you just a saved on Sunday thing? Mm. 
Are you just a saved on Sunday? Say, I'm saved from 9 o'clock Sunday morning to 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon. At 2.15, I'm me. <laughs> what that mean? What does that mean? The emotionally mature Christian does not have to divide his or her life into two separate departments. I guess you're saying um, you can't you can't have God as a, a job. No. <laughs> From 11. Right. It's praise the Lord. And then after that is uh, turn up, turn up. Yay, God. Because you can turn up and keep it holy. Watch this now. Come on, because I'm waiting for somebody to say something about, you know, you can turn up and keep it holy because I mean, you know, I ain't trying to start nothing, but you know, they, you know, people talk about drinking and all that kind of stuff and we're not going to get into all that tonight, but uh, the Bible doesn't say you can't drink. It talks about not getting drunk with too much wine, with too much wine, too, it literally says too much wine, not too much. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. That's a little bit. Just a little bit. But come on, let's not separate. Let's not separate. Let's not separate. I like this. I like this. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Uh the writer says this. Uh come on now. Count it all joy. Ooh Lord. Why you have to say that though, Wanna? Count it all joy. Ooh Lord. Somebody used to say that all the time. <laughs> and didn't even know what the scripture was, but they used to, but they used to say it all the time. I bet they ain't know where it was. Anyway, let's keep it going. The writer says, number two. You break the power of the past. Number two says you break the power of the past. <laughs> right, Felicia, too much wine is key here. You break the power of the past. The writer says this. You can identify how issues from your family or origin, character flaws, ways of coping with pain, impact your current relationships and decisions. As a result, you are reflective and open to feedback from trustworthy sources in order to minimize the negative impact of your past and live freely in the new family of Jesus. Oh, God, that's going to help somebody. Can I go back? You are reflective and open to feedback. Here is the key word from trustworthy sources in order to minimize the negative impact of your past. Let me help you all Why would I take feedback? And, and, we, and this is where we have to be careful. I, I, can, I, can I talk family? Can, y'all know we talk. We talk. Can we talk? We got to stop taking feedback, first of all, from unqualified people. Y'all ain't going to hear me. Can we stop taking feedback? You, I mean, literally, would you listen to a broke person tell you how to get rich? <laughs> Think about that for a moment. Would you, would you, would you, would you listen to, would you listen to a, 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 a broke person <laughs> tell you how to how not to look now now what they can tell you is how not to get broke because they do know that <laughs> but would you listen to a broke person tell you about how to get rich so why so why do we take advice from unqualified people why do we take think about this and i know this used to always be the case Come on now, Felicia said, girl, you got marriage advice and you've been divorced eight times. Well, look now, they've been married eight times. I mean, they might be able to tell you, look, they can tell you everything what not to do. They got eight different chapters. They got, <laughs> here's the book on what not to do. I mean, hell, I mean, you know, I, I can't say too much. I'm just saying, you know, I can, I can tell you what not to do. 
I'm just saying, I ain't saying. <laughs> One, twice, three times made it. <laughs> Y'all pray for me. Y'all know my mind is bad. <laughs> Y'all pray for me. But I'm serious. You want to take feedback from trustworthy sources. And watch this. That feedback helps you. We should not be. You, you, a lot of us are tied to a past behaviors. A lot of us are tied to past um, uh, um, uh, traumas in our life, whether it be, you know, physical, mental, uh, spiritual. You know, like, like, you know, a lot, a lot of church people have church trauma. I ain't going to get no help with that one. But a lot of church people. If we tell the truth now, like they, what the old folks say, tell the truth and shame the devil. A lot of church folk have church trauma. And if we were honest with one another, we would recognize, we would recognize that, 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 that uh, uh, we shouldn't allow our church trauma. I'm going to get some help in a minute. We shouldn't allow church trauma to define us, to define us at all. So, so, how do you break the power from your past? You take, you reflect on the things that happen, but you don't have to live there, right? You don't have to live there. You don't live in what happened. You see it. You can study it, find out how and the why, and move on. And watch this. You may not find out the why, but how many years are you going to be spending trying to find out why? I'm going to help somebody in a minute. How many times? Oh, God. Come on, Felicia. Pastor said the best. We need to learn. To un, we need to unlearn something. Yeah. Yeah. Can, watch this. Can some of y'all unlearn how not to be mad all the time? Can some of y'all unlearn not to be just mean all the time? Petty all the time? Ungrateful all the time? Woo. Come on, review, not relive. That's good. That, ooh, now, that a pre- now that's a T-shirt. Yeah. Come on now, look. The song say, as I look back over my life and I think things over. It's just a test. That's all it is. I don't stay there. I look back. Huh? I look back. I don't stay. I just look, look. I look. That, that look. Again, I told y'all this before. Review mirror versus windshield. Review. Look. Keep going. Windshield. Drive forward. Simple. Simple. All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. It's all oh, yeah, we on time. We good though. Uh number three, number three, number three. Again, we're talking about uh eleven. Eleven signs of the emotionally mature Christian. Eleven signs of the emotionally mature Christian. Yes, ma'am. I did put two up. You did two? Wait, what two? Two was you break the power of the past. Oh, okay. I must have put this out. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Number three, you listen to your anger, sadness, and fear. Number three, you listen to your anger, sadness, and fear. If I was James Brown, you'd be fine right now. You know, James Brown fined people for missing a note. Prince did too. Like, did they miss notes? What? Who you was firing again? I said find. Okay, find. Who, who you was firing again? I said if I was James yeah. Brown. If it was the yeah, fifth, if, we, if it was the fifth, we'd, we'd all, all be. be. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, you listen to your anger, sadness, and fear. The writer says this: you take the necessary time to experience, process these difficult emotions. Thus, you are able to express anger, hurt, and sadness in ways that lead to growth in others and yourself. 
This is all this means. You listen to the hurt. Listen to the things that upset you. Listen to the things that make you make you afraid. But then you use that to process it so that, watch this, in ways that lead to growth. If you take that anger and you use it in a way that's going to be detrimental to you or cause you to have a setback, I'm going to help somebody. Because a lot of times we get so mad, it, it causes us to have a setback. You never want to get so mad, so emotional, that it causes you, as my former pastor used to say, don't, don't let a moment of anger cost you your character. Because all you have at the end of the day is your character. And, like, and as they say all the time, you can do a hundred things right and do one wrong. And you do that one in front of people, and they're going to always remember the one. So don't allow yourself. Allow, yes, you, yes, you can be mad. Righteous anger is, 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 is a good thing. Yes, it's okay to be hurt. Yes, it's okay to be sad. But learn how to process it in a way that leads to your growth. Put, look, at, look at it this way. Treat your anger. Oh, God, thank you, Holy Ghost. Treat your anger like a seed. Y'all to catch this in the morning, in, in a minute. Treat your anger like a seed. You plant it, and that seed has to do what? Die. I wish I had some help. That seed has to break in order for growth to happen. Oh, God, come on, help me now. It has to break open in order for growth to happen. So it, it serves a purpose. It has to go through a traumatic thing in order for it to grow. Come on, come on. Can I get caterpillar butterfly? It's a traumatic experience in the cocoon. I can't, y'all can't get no help. I can't get no help. It, it has to go through a thing. And, and, you, and we should allow it to make us grow. Because think about this. How many butterflies want to go back to being a caterpillar? I'm going to let y'all wait on that. I'm going to let that marinate. I just blessed myself. How many butterflies? Oh, Jesus. How many butterflies want to go back to being a caterpillar? Huh? Come on, just like a diamond. How many diamonds want to go back to being cold? Huh? Come on, help me. Help me. It takes the pressure. It takes years and pressure on cold to make a diamond. So allow that anger, allow that sadness, allow that fear. Allow yourself to express them, but in the way that's going to cause growth. This is good. This is good. Come on. Come on. All right. All right. All right. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Number four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, number four, number four, number four. We're talking about 11, 11, 11, 11. That's the word, the magic number. 11. 11 signs of an emotionally mature Christian. Number four says, you slow down for Sabbath. You slow down for Sabbath. Uh-oh. It's going to be a little different now. Watch this. The writer says, you regularly set aside a 24-hour period mm, in which you stop your work and practice Sabbath. Setting a healthy limit around your paid and unpaid work. This rhythm of stopping, resting, delighting, and contemplating God informs the structure of your week. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Felicia, I'm gonna need to, I'm gonna need a check. If I just gave you a sermon title, I'm gonna need a check. Tanya says I must get paid. <laughs> 
But practice, but how many of us set aside time? Set aside time not to be doing something for work, not to be doing church work, where you set aside some time and contemplate on God. Now, watch this. I'm going to tell you, I don't do, I, I don't have a 24-hour period that I could just not do nothing. It just ain't in my, it ain't in my, um, the way my life set up. <laughs> it just don't work that way. But what I do is I set up time throughout the week where I get time here and there where I can sit and, 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 and have my time with God, where I can commune with God. 24 hours is a lot. In the life and time that we work in, that we live in now, 24 hours is a lot where you can set aside a 24-hour time period. But how many of us, let's, take the, let's, let's, let's not get caught up in the amount of hours, but how many of us set aside time where we can stop and rest, and, 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 and delight ourselves in the Lord, huh? Contemplate on God. How many of us give, our, give ourselves enough time to do that? Come on, Felicia, wait. That was your sermon from a couple weeks ago, waiting before working. Come on. How many of us actually set aside some time where we can just say, you know what? Okay, I, I got an hour and a half. I got two hours. It's me and God. I'm chilling. I know on the days, let me tell you all something. And, and, and I know it may not seem like a lot. Um, uh, Wednesdays, when I when I uh, uh, get out of school, there's some time. Every, literally every day, though. But the days when I get out of school, I, I, I enjoy the few hours I have. Right, I, I spend that time. I can write. I can rest and do nothing. Uh, right. When I mean when I say write, I mean type because I don't want to be joking about my hand. Right. Uh, but. <laughs> But I, I could spend that time uh, communing. I could sit. I can, you know, when I'm driving, uh, it, it, it is it is a, a a very cathartic time for me, right? Uh, I, I I you know I, I'm not gonna drive myself crazy. I gotta preach twice in October, <laughs> so I know some people probably like, oh Lord, but I gotta, I gotta preach twice in October. But that's okay. I'm ready. I'm I'm I'm, I'm mentally getting myself in a, in, a, in a place and space. But here's the deal. If you, if you start spending time with God in these moments and significant time, not, not insignificant time, significant time with God, the more time you spend with him, like the writer says, the more your rhythm changes, right? Your structure changes because now you're in tune with him. Now you're in rhythm with him. If I had a Chicago stepper on here, when you get on rhythm, when you're stepping, come on now, come on. When, when, when y'all in that rhythm together, when, if you step, I'm talking to my real time. I ain't talking about my pretenders. I'm talking about my steppers. When, when you, when, right, because she pretended real good over there. <laughs> but when you <laughs> getting your real good pretend on. But I'm good, though. You're good at pretending? Or, or you a stepper? My, be- my closet stepper is the best. Your closet stepper? Yes. But when you in, when you a real stepper, and you got a real partner that can step, the, the rhythm is ridiculous. It don't, it look like y'all ain't even on on the flow. Y'all just flow, huh? That's what's about being in tune with God. When you're in rhythm with God, there's some. <laughs> she over there doing the happy people. Uh, when you're in rhythm with God, it, it just works. It works. It just works. All right, number five. Number five. This is good. We moving. We moving. Number five says, uh oh. You recognize your brokenness and vulnerability. 
you recognize your brokenness and brun <laughs> I saw Felicia comment lost my brain. You recognize your brokenness and vulnerability. Again, you recognize your brokenness and your vulnerability. The writer says this people experience you as approachable, gentle, open, and transparent, evidenced by the way you receive criticism without becoming defensive. You easily admit when you're wrong and freely talk about your weakness, failures, and mistakes. Let me tell you something about being mature. You take criticism differently, especially if we're talking about, can we talk about folk in the church? You take criticism differently when you know you're spiritually mature, when you've grown. Especially when you're taking criticism from somebody that ain't qualified to critique you in the first place. But your response to them shows your growth. I'm going to help somebody in a minute. Your response to uh, messy folk. Mm. (laughs) Your response to hell raisers. Your response to gossipers. Your response to, 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 I spent almost, almost cut. Your response to stuff starters in the church. Stuff starters. I fixed it though. I fixed it. I fixed it. Pray for me. Your, your response to them shows your spiritual maturity. Because you recognize, come on now, you recognize your brokenness and vulnerability. You recognize the area that you're not, that, that, that there's still some stuff that needs to be worked on. You recognize your vulnerable areas, right? You, you ever notice, you, 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 you ever notice, <clears throat> for, for my, I got any boxing fans, you ever notice when a boxer has taken a lot of body shots, this is why they always say start with the body and work your way up to the head. When a boxer's taking a lot of body shots, they have a tendency to put their guard down because they're trying to use their arm and elbows to protect their ribs because they've had too many body shots. They recognize, I'm trying to help somebody, they recognize that their areas where they're vulnerable. Ooh, help me, Holy Ghost. They recognize the areas. So now you, you're trying to protect those areas. Well, you know, when it comes to Christianity and spiritual maturity, you have to recognize that there are some people that are sent your way just to test to see how broken or vulnerable you really are. And a spiritually mature person recognizes those areas. And we go overboard, help somebody, we go overboard to compensate in those areas. Because for me personally, and I got a witness, I don't care. I used to didn't care nothing about cussing you out. I had no, I had no problem. No problem. No, I mean, for real, for real. No problem saying, not even just, not even cussing you out. Just saying what I had to say and saying it like I wanted to say it and didn't care about the outcome. None whatsoever. Because in the corporate world, I was taught to be a straight shooter. Right? Just say it like it is. Like a T.I. is. Just say it. You know, but, 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 you know, you had to learn how to put some grace and some, you know, some stuff on it. You know, put, put, put that, put that on it. <laughs> you know, and, and, but I recognize that that was an area that I needed to work on, especially being in ministry. That even, the, watch this, I, what I had to recognize was this. 
even though you need to be cussed out, help me, Jesus, even though you should be cussed out, no, help me, Lord, even though somebody should choke you, Jesus, help me right now, even though we should stop you from right to get to this post and not being able to breathe, ooh, help me, Jesus, even though sometimes I want to walk up real quick and let my inner burning mag just come out and just snatch it real quick around the throat area, just hold you tight real quick with the love of Jesus around your throat, but I don't, I don't, pray for me. I know where I used to be. I know where I used to be because now I just laugh it off. But don't get me wrong. (laughs) Just pray you don't catch me on the right day (laughs) at the right moment. Tell me why you got the itch. (laughs) What? I'm just saying. Felicia said, I'm justified in beating you down, but the Holy Spirit won't let Come on! Lord, just some, some folks just don't know. It wasn't but the, by the grace of God in Jesus. <laughs> by the grace of God in Jesus. Huh? Come on now. I'm just, I'm just trying to help the people. Dorothy says that statement takes a lot of growth. Praise God. We need, yes. Yes. Because, you know, church folk can make you. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> what you got? Come on with it. So I'm standing. So I'm standing there. Not. I ain't going to say being cussed out, but I'm standing there, you know, with a whole lot of negativity. Negativism. Yes, negativism. And I'm just supposed to stand there. Oh, no, that ain't what I said. What I said was. the Holy Spirit told me to. What I. Because <laughs> then when I walk away, about about eight people who may have seen or witnessed it. Uh-huh. Going to be like, you know, time real punk. <laughs> That's what they're going to say. It takes more strength to walk away than it do to go off. Jesus. <laughs> Look at her. Y'all can't see her face right now. <laughs> but it does. It takes it take, it, it it takes it takes more to bite your tongue than to let your tongue loose. Trust me. It takes more. And you and you grow. It's growth. That don't mean you ain't gonna slip up and let one fly. So once and get him a good old. You don't want these problems. <laughs> but once I'm off this holy ground. No, no, no. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Okay. <laughs> I understand. Okay. Think about it. How many times have you pulled me off the ledge? <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Okay then. Like, cause you know I was. <laughs> Cause you know I don't you know cause and then I think about it later on and you know so. But you but you be thinking about it later on and it's eating at you. No, but eventually. What what part of that? The part that's eating at you, like you know, I should have just said a couple of choice words, or I should have just like you know dragged them to you know dragged them to I couldn't drag them no more. Here is the problem with the choice words, and I saw I told y'all this and you sat in 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 umpteen umpteen of my Bible studies. Here's the problem with the choice words. So me and you fight, right? You, you, you know, you, you, you church member A, and you done got on my nerve, and you've been getting on my nerve for a couple of weeks, and you've been just saying some stuff out the side of your mouth and just doing some stuff, and you've been, and you've been walking around here just nitpicking with everybody in the building, and then I've, and I've been just sitting there just waiting my turn <laughs> for you to accidentally say stuff. You didn't even say Dana. You do. <laughs> and I heard it. And I say, I'm finna get, I'm finna tear Tanya a new one. Here's the problem. I'm 
gonna tell Tanya a new one. But now that I'm up and out, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Hey, come in for a minute. You can get some too. You see what I'm saying? See, now you got a whole problem. Now you got a whole problem. Because you only meant to get this one. But now that you up. Well, while I'm on this road. See what I'm saying? <laughs> I see that's the, that's the problem right there. You, that's why you don't start at all. That's why you had to keep him buried. I, trust me. I keep, look, you know how they put people six feet in the ground? I got, I got the other day the 12 feet under. But you laughed at me at the time I told you to come get this chick. <laughs> yes. But, but why? Because you was going to do too much. You was going to do too much. But I, but I, but uh-uh. I mean, the Holy Spirit didn't use me. I, 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 I made a call. <laughs> what you make a call to do? I said, somebody come get her. <laughs> you called me? I came, I, didn't I? I, I just said somebody. Somebody. I didn't say you. Right. But I you said, said somebody. But I showed up. You showed up. Okay, then. And nobody went to jail. Nobody went to jail. There that you go. Day. <laughs> or the emergency room. Or that day. See? <laughs> I'm trying to help the people. Would you stop? I'm trying to help okay. the people. Okay. I mean, if you help me too. I need some help. Okay, so I'm just, I'm just saying it like look at this. It, look at it. Look at this. Look I'm at just saying it like this. Hold up. Read the comments. From the, uh, Sister Pitt said, but baby, it hurt when you bite it. It hurt when you bite it your tongue. Hurt. It but, hurt like hell. But look, but I mean, I'm going to call you instigator Steve. Because he, <laughs> see, you, you, see, you can't come to the person like, you know, I did. I called for help. Yes. I called for help. Mm-hmm. I said, come get her. Mm-hmm. Now, if I say come, like, you know, you, and after it's done, you can't be up there like, you can't laugh at the person because now it I was, feel it, like it was months and weeks later. No, it it, it it felt like at that moment. No, but it was. It didn't feel like months and weeks. It later. was though. It was months. Okay, later. well, somebody. Okay, all right. <laughs> I just. I'm sorry, everybody. I still. I, you know. You look like you finished. You you ready to say something now? No, 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 <laughs> no. Okay. It doesn't help when, when, you know, when the instigating part. If you feel like you. somebody's still is trying yeah. to, yeah, trying yeah, to push. You know, like, you know, like, like you, you let us say, you let him say that to you or you right. let us say, yeah, yeah. Cause, cause you know, Bad is what I want to be seen as, I want to be seen as a bigger person, but like, you know, like that statement still, you know, you still laugh at that statement because it was just like, so I should have done more. <laughs> no, you did enough. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dorothy says it does take a lot of strength to walk away. Felicia says he will grace you. So your words are heard and not received an offense. Shawana says, you're right. It doesn't mean you're a punk. You're the bigger person. But trust me, God will definitely address that matter for you. Felicia says, God will give you grace to help pick that person off. God will give you the Is that grace. Felicia, Felicia talking my language. Felicia, Felicia, you're not helping the people. You're not helping the people. He just said, you ain't helping somebody. <laughs> you're not, right. You're not <laughs> Don't help me help the bad. Right. Uh, the writer says, number, what number we on? Six. 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 Number six, number six. You live out your marriage or singleness. You live, we're talking about 11 signs of a healthy, uh, not healthy, of an emotionally mature Christian. 11 signs of an emotionally mature Christian. You live out your marriage or singleness. The writer says this, your highest priority is to invest time and energy to build a healthy marriage or singleness that reveals Christ's love to the church and the world. Why? You know the quality and integrity of your marriage or singleness is the most important gospel message you preach. It's a sign and wonder that points people to Christ. So y'all say, what do you mean by singleness? All right. We're not finna get into the whole, uh, I'm going to read some more of these comments. We're not finna get into the whole, when we talk about singleness, 
They're talking about from a Christian standpoint. I'm not saying, and we're going to have to do a Christian uh, a show on, on Christian dating at some point. Uh, but what it's talking about is how you live your life. How do people see you as the single person? How do they see you? What, what image are you showing them? Are you living what you're talking about and what you're singing about, or are you the biggest hoe in the church? I'm sorry. Oh, oh, I said that out loud. Oh, Pray for oh, me. Lord. Huh? I said what I said. Or should I have said pimp? One of the two. One of the other. Which, which one is it? Are you, are you living the life that you're preaching about and singing about and talking about and teaching about, or are you the other way? So that's what's talking about singleness. Marriage, same way. Is, 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 does your marriage reflect a healthy marriage that others could aspire to or aspire to not necessarily to be like, but to emulate? Huh? Does it? That don't mean everybody need to be in your business. But, but what it's saying is, what do they see? Do they, do wife, do they see you publicly disrespecting your husband? Husband, do they see you publicly or period disrespecting your wife? Anybody showing up on Sunday with some extra sunglasses on? <laughs> anybody, anybody walking fun? You know what I'm saying? You got a new bandaid on your head or something. What, 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 are, what image are, are they showing the image of Christ or are we showing something else? That's, that, that, that's the whole point. Because it, it, however you're living, whether it's married or single, however you're living should point people back to Christ. What does your marriage or your singleness say? Being single doesn't mean you can't date. Being a Christian doesn't mean you can't date. There is a, there is, there, you know, now, now I'm not trying to tell y'all to, you know, y'all, y'all going to do what y'all going to do. Let me see this. Uh, let me go back. Y'all still talking about the walking away. Pat says, <laughs> it takes a lot of self-control when you're dealing with church folks. Sometimes you just have to walk away. It does, uh, it does not, oh, it does not matter. I'm assuming what you meant to put there. It does not matter what other people think. I try to walk away and I stumble. Uh, Felicia says, Absolutely. Uh, Felicia said, man, Pat said you can't get a husband when you still got a boyfriend. Ooh, Lord. Bless the Lord. All right. Uh, my Nita <laughs> Knight says, sometimes you have to say something. I dropped F-bombs on the deacon in the back of the church. <laughs> uh, Sister Knight, I'm going to need you to talk to uh, this sister over here. Who? <laughs> Huh, what oh, who she need to talk to? Huh? Me? You didn't drop no F bomb, but I do recall. What what you recall? I do recall let you t- let me tell my own truth. What you recall? Let me hear what you have to say. Let me I do recall. Uh-huh. You telling the deacon. I oh yeah. If <laughs> what is that? If, what I right? boy, if I was a boy, a man. If I was a man, I'd kick your <laughs> Is that what you say? I whooped your ass. Yeah. Whoop. Yeah. 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 I do recall you saying that. Yeah, I said it. And it was a valid statement. It and it was necessary. <laughs> you just can't keep poking the bear. Because I think I told but that. I have grown people, so please don't, please don't throw think, that over me. Because I think, I, me too, y'all, because I think I told that same deacon, if he wasn't a senior citizen, I'd whoop his <laughs> I think I told the same one. Just, just a duo. <laughs> dynamic duo. Why don't you feel like the bigger person? Because it hurts. It does hurt, Dorothy. It, 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 because, because in the immediate effect, in, in the immediate moment, 
you feel like based off of, especially if it happens, here's the deal. A stockpile. Especially if it's just you and another person and y'all stand on the corner and don't nobody hear y'all talking and you walk away, you probably don't feel small. But if they disrespect you publicly and then your response is to still walk away, the human side of you feels like, you know what, this ain't right. And, and because you're, everything in you tells you you should respond, right? It, it, it's a natural defense mechanism. It's just like if I swung at you defensively, you're going to put your hands up. And if you're really defensive, you're going to try to counterpunch. That's just human instinct, fight or flight, as they say. That's human instinct. So it, it, that, that's why you don't feel like me because because everything uh, you, you, naturally, and we're not talking about we're talking about spiritually though. Naturally, it's easy to wanna, as they say, clap back. That that's the natural inclination is to clap back. Manita says he had to come. However, I didn't realize nor remember. Members told me about it later. Yeah, it be that way sometimes. When you see red. <laughs> When you when you see red, you be you don't care what they say. When you see red, trust me, say something about somebody's kids under the age of eighteen. Name they, name their child name in the midst of something. See what happens. Stuff happens. I don't care. You could have been saying he really had on a nice suit. What you say? <laughs> Not if it's in the heat of the battle. Not if it's in the heat of the moment. Don't. I can tell y'all right now. You call my mom and say my name. She already look right now. You didn't even open up right. <laughs> right, y'all. I, I, my, look, I'm 51 years old. You can call my mama right now and say Dana. And before you get anything else out, she probably gonna have some words for you because you got to call her with some. There's pre. There's a there's a script for calling my mama and then mentioning me. <laughs> a pre-recorded message. What's a pre-recorded message, Tony? Hey, Miss King, Dana, all right. Um, and then there you go. Right. You go right into it. Right. Dana, all right. Dana, all right. Yeah. And then go into the rest yeah, of the and story. Then, and then you go to the rest of it. Right. Because you call saying, "Hey, can I can I talk to you for a minute about that?" Mm 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 mm. That ain't gonna work out. That ain't gonna work out. Uh, Sister uh, Pitt says, "Lord, lay hands. Lord help." Uh uh-uh. uh. Shawanda says, "Your silence and the way you look at a person speaks much louder than the words you say." I know that's right. Because I have thrown grenades with my little full grenade bombs, nuclear. You can watch old shows and see them. <laughs> really? I, I promise you. I, I I looked at an old show and I was up like, I wonder what I did wrong that day. I mean, in uh, video wise. <laughs> I used to get it. I used to get it in the, when I first started sitting in the pulpit. So many people was like, Dana, fix your face. Dana, fix your face. Dana, fix your face. Dana, your face. Like even I don't care. Even here when I even when I got into Ebenezer and I was sitting in the pulpit, people would literally text me watching on live. They would text me on the side and be like, bruh, fix your face. And my whole response was, but did you just see what happened though? <laughs> Cause that's what my face was saying. Did you just see the did you just hear the stupid <laughs> Like if y'all want a funny, I gotta go back and find it. I wish I knew when it was. Y'all want to see the funniest look I ever gave in the pulpit in my whole black life? Was the Sunday here at Ebenezer when they had a guest preacher. 
And after dude got through preaching, he asked me for some water. Oh, yeah. And I gave him the bottle of water, and he didn't drink it. He poured it on top of his head in the pulpit. The look on my face is worth a billion dollars. A billion. And I don't mean with a little B. I mean a for real billionaire. Not a fake billionaire like Trump. I'm talking about uh 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 um uh uh what's my man name that owned this this here Facebook? Uh uh Zuckerberg billionaire. <laughs> a for real one. Virgin billionaire, Virgin Airlines billionaire. That's how much money you could have got from the look on my face when dude poured that water on his head. And then the fact that he got water on my speaker made me feel some kind of way. <laughs> Put on your poker face. That's all they tell me. And I tell people all the time, I told y'all about telling me that too. Let me tell y'all one more time. My poker face is when I'm playing poker. There's no face for hiding me. There's no face for me to hide when you stupid. <laughs> Same with me and my ex-employees. Fix your face. I know that's right. I, I ain't the one. When you say something, you know, mm-mm. like I was at a church one time. I ain't going to call no names. But I was at a church one time, and dude said, I was in the balcony. And dude said, the Bible say that the apple don't fall too far from the tree. He followed that up with, the Bible say, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. I had to sit there, thank the Lord, I was in the balcony, and nobody could see my face. But yeah, uh, Felicia said, a pastor that shall remain named is prophesied, or you can't call it that, over me and was speaking against my former pastor. I gave a look, and he took his hands right off. Oh, help us, Jesus. What? I'll read Felicia's comment. Let's keep going. Let's let's keep going. We on number seven. Number seven says again. We're talking about eleven signs of a spiritually mature Christian. A spiritually uh, mature Christian. Emotionally mature Christians. Spiritually emotional. I forgot the name of the dog on the show. Emotionally mature Christian. Thank you. We're moving. Number seven says you receive limits as a gift. Oh, you receive limits. As a gift, the writer says this, you have a realistic sense of your emotional, relational, physical, and spiritual capacities. As a result, you regularly, you regularly say no to requests and opportunities rather than risk overextending yourself. You are profoundly aware that your limits are a key factor in faithfully fulfilling your God-given destiny. Can we just talk about limits and then I'll come back to the spiritual side? One of the signs of being mature, period, period, is knowing your limitations, knowing what you can and cannot do. Let me, let me, let me, as, as, as uh, Pastor Daryl Person likes to say, let me, let me unpack that for you. <laughs> let me unpack that. Just because you can do something doesn't necessarily mean you do it well. A mature person, if somebody says, hey, I'll I'll give you an example. If it's something electronic and you say, hey, Dana, can you come hook this up for me? Can you look at my laptop? Can you look at my my computer? Can you look at my TV and see what this is? Can you check this? Can you check this? Can my sound is messed up? Can you come check my sound system out? Can you come with my church and do this and do that? I'll come in a minute because that's inside of my wheelhouse, right? 
But turn around in the same breath and say, well, since you're coming to, to look at my TV, can you hang it up on the wall for me? Nope. <laughs> Here's why. I can do it. I don't trust it. That is a limitation for me. I don't have a, I, 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 I'm not confident in it. I believe if I took the time, I could probably do it and do it well. But that's just not, that, that, that's, that, that ain't in my, that is not in my, in my, in my plethora of, of, in my capacity of things to do. Huh? It is not, it is not something that I know that to be good to, to, I am known for either. Somebody will call me about some sound. Somebody will call me if they need some AV work. But if they say, come hang, uh-uh. Can you come install a sound system in my church? Nope. But I know somebody that can. <laughs> I know somebody that can. That's what, that's what spiritually, that's what mature people do. Now, let's go spiritual maturity. You can't take every spiritual request. What do you mean, preacher? I tell you like this. I don't preach everywhere. Yes, I turn down requests. I don't preach everywhere. Have no desire to. Would love to, but I, have, but I know better. I know my limitations. Come on now, stand in your lane. That's good. Uh, Felicia says, most successful and mature people have one thing in common. Ba- yes, boundaries. This, this, look, this is all I can do. It is a it is a lot, and a lot of times we don't understand how powerful and necessary the word no is. Let me say that again. We don't understand how powerful and necessary the word no is. I'm glad she's on here. Is, is she still on here, Shawanda? I remember. I remember at the old church, uh, they were looking for. Uh, some people to come out and 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 do some cleaning, and I know Shawanda has uh, her cleaning service. Uh, uh, she's been doing it for years, and she's amazing at it and all that good stuff. But I had her come out to walk through the church, and she finally got back. She was like, "You know what? This is more than what I'm. Uh, this is more than I'm able to handle right now." Now she could have took that and said. You know what? It's a big thing, and I'm going to do it. Even though I don't have the capacity for it, I'm going to do it. Because what happens is this. When you know you don't have the capacity for it, and you do it anyway, what might happen is it might not be your best work. And now you have tarnished what could otherwise be a good reputation. I'm going to help somebody in a minute. You trying to preach at every church. Well, I'm preaching over here at 9, and then I'm preaching at my church at 11, and then my boy asked me to come preach his program at 3, and then there's a service at 7. I'm preaching full time. Not Dana. <laughs> nope. Uh-uh. No, ain't going to happen. No, sir. I think I preached twice in a, in, in, a, in a day, what, twice? Once? Mm-hmm. Twice? Twice. And I think I did a preach, and then I think I preached and did a wedding in a day. You preached, and then you went to that Singleton Church. And preached that afternoon. Yeah. Right. And then I preached and then did a wedding that evening. But, yeah, that's it for me. That's about as much as I'm on. That's it. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't showing up and, and trying to preach full time. 
to show my preaching prowess. First of all, and then, you know, for, the, for those that do, I'm going to get in a whole lot of trouble. But you done preached, you preached at your church, and see, and then you're going to take the same sermon and preach at the church uh, on the other side of town. Can I have somebody for a second real quick? God didn't get that word for them people over there. I mean, if he gave it to you, you move on. Uh, I'm just saying. He didn't get that word for them people over there. Come on. Here we go. Number eight. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, this is going to go back to the one we were just talking about, the one y'all went crazy over. Here we go. Number eight, you engage in conflict maturely. <laughs> you engage in conflict maturely. The writer says this, you don't avoid difficult conversations and are able to repair relationships as much as it is possible when they have been ruptured. Moreover, you can state your own beliefs and values without becoming adversarial. Let me help y'all real quick. This is a major sign of maturity, not even just spiritual maturity, but period, is when you can have a conversation and you can disagree and not have your feelings hurt or not attack the other person in the process. Difficult when you you don't when you're mature you do not have to avoid the difficult conversations. You you have no idea when you are mature you can you 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 do not have to and and watch this we create more problems. I'm gonna help somebody avoiding the difficult conversations. We we create we create more issues. When we create, when we, when we, when we refuse to, to have the difficult conversations. And yes, you should try and repair relationships as much as possible. Here it is. Watch this. Some folk walking around mad at people they've never had a relationship with. Now, that, now, now, now that's a sign of immaturity. And what I said, you, you, y'all, y'all be all right. But people are walking around not liking a person angry at somebody, holding some kind of grudge for whatever, for somebody you've never had a relationship with other than a possible high and by, not even for real, but a possible, why, why? Something you heard, preconceived notion, you know what the sign of a spiritual mature person is? Eat, watch this. Even if you don't go to that person and say, you know what, I've been holding a grudge against you because they probably don't know it, but watch this. How about you be mature and repair what was, what was never a relationship in the first place? Because what you, cause watch this. What could be happening is you could be stunting your own growth, your own expansion, your own levels could be stunted because you're holding some semblance of something over somebody's head that ain't got nothing to do with nobody. Because the very people that you're holding some thank you lady, the very people that you're holding some semblance of, of, of issue with could be able to help you in some kind of way and you don't even know it or now because you've been mad at them or been holding some feeling against them for so long watch this and they watch this they did they do something to you 
Did they know they did something to you? Did they know they did something to you? And these very people could be an assistant to you, could help you, further you, push you, stretch you, get you, get you, get you uh, 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 behind some doors that have otherwise been closed to you. But see, because I had heard, or because I had an issue with, or because somebody had told me, or because I had an inkling. Come on now. You engage in conflict maturely because see, mature folk find out, you know what? I've been walking around here mad, walking around here. I've been walking around here with a billion dollars worth of anger for something that was worth $2. Joanna says, honestly, um, it, it honesty is respected and appreciated more than, more than when taking on more than you can handle and letting a client down. Yeah. Uh, agree to disagree and move on to the next topic. Yeah. Come on now. I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm trying to help y'all. Engage in conflict maturely. Number nine? Yes, sir. Number nine. Number nine says, uh-oh. Ooh, this is a big one. Y'all ready? Oh, Jesus. Number nine says, you refuse to judge the spiritual journey of others. This is big. You refuse to judge the spiritual journeys of others. My God. Can I read it one more time? You refuse to judge the spiritual journeys of others. The writer says this. You are careful to take the log out of your own eye first, knowing that you have a huge blind spot before removing the speck in another person's eye. And you are deeply aware to let others be themselves before God and move at their own pace. Let me help somebody. The worst thing you can say to somebody in the church is that you ain't got enough faith. It's one of the, one of the most harsh, let me say it, can I, I'm going to say it like this. One of the stupidest things you can say because you're not qualified to know that other person's faith. What qualifies you to know what kind of faith they have? What qualifies you? When, G- when, 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 when Jesus made that comment, he was qualified. He's Jesus. Uh-oh. <laughs> when he told him, you have little faith, well, that's Jesus. That's Jesus. That's Jesus talking. More than qualified. You got to, we, we, we have to be careful not to judge other people's what we believe to be somebody else's spiritual journey. Because everybody is not where we are. Everybody is not as grown as you are spiritually or as immature as you are spiritually. We cannot allow ourselves. So when, the, when he talks about taking the log out of your eye, I tell people this all the time, you know, in the Dana King version of the Bible, the DLK version where it says take the log out of your eye and first before you look at your neighbors, before you look at the little uh, 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 speck in your neighbor. I like to say, get the forest out your face. <laughs> before you start looking at the switch in <laughs> when you start, when you get the, when you get through cutting down that forest over there by you, cut, look, 
Look, uh, 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 cut your own grass before you start coming over here looking at my yard and your lawn, and you need the whole lawn care people at your house. Don't start looking over here in my yard. Fix your yard first. Come on now. Dorothy says, you are not responsible for that person feeling attacked when you disagree. It's in the way, right. Dorothy, it's all in the way. It's, it, you're not responsible unless you, unless your approach is in an adversarial type of way. But you're right. You're not responsible. You're not responsible. Felicia says, in the words of Stacey King, million-dollar headache, 10-cent topic. I know, ooh, Jesus, that's good. She says, we're all on the faith walk until we get to heaven. God bless you. That's what, is that Leonetta uh, mm-hmm. from uh, Be Singing mm-hmm. over here? Mm-hmm. Well, bless your heart, Leonetta. What, is you coming in October? I just need to know. <laughs> I'll work it out. <laughs> Felicia says, you are not the judge. That's it. Amen. That, that, that's just, I mean, seriously, we got to stop looking at other people's spiritual walks. But he messed up when he said that. Oh, he messed up. When did you mess up? <laughs> Don't tell me I cleaned my house and your house looked like, okay, let me, all right. Number nine? No, ten. Ten. Number ten. Number ten. Number ten. You ready? You ready? You ready? Oh, she said this Sunday. Oh, she, okay. All right. Praise the Lord. Uh, number 10, number 10 says, you make loving others well a number one priority. Ooh. Number 10 says, you make loving others well a number one, loving others well a number one priority. Loving other people becomes your number one priority. Watch this. The writer says this. You take time to master learning new ways of relating as a Christ follower. For example. You learn to speak clearly, honestly, and respectfully, and how to enter other people's world by listening deeply without having to fix, change, or save them. Can I read that again? You learn to speak clearly, honestly, and respectfully, and this is good, how to enter other people's world by listening deeply without having to fix or change or save them. Everybody that comes to you doesn't want you to fix them. They're just looking for somebody to talk to. Sometimes people just want you to be a shoulder, and that's it. That's it. We have to learn when to shut up. I remember, I remember, can I, can I give you, I'll share, I'll share, I'll share, transparent moment. I remember one time here at Ebenezer, I think this was before uh, Pastor Person got here. We were doing altar call. And, you know, I would have people come line up at the front. And, uh, and, and I, I, I felt compelled to come out of the, a lot of times we do altar call, we pray from the pulpit area, and that's it. But it was one Sunday. I felt compelled to come down out of the altar and walk walk that area and let everybody come down there. And the altar was packed this particular Sunday. I mean, it was it was real packed. And I remember walking down the stairs. Well, did I jump off the thing? Ain't no telling. No, I'm me climbing. Ain't no telling. But I, I, I remember walking down the stairs and 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 in my head, flesh said. 
<laughs> I'm just being honest with y'all. Flesh said, boy, there's a whole lot of people down there. <laughs> what, you finna, what you finna pray? Well, Spirit said, go down here and pray. So I started on the left side of the pulpit. And I mean, it was packed all the way around the front. And so I'm walking and I'm, I'm, I'm praying and I'm talking and I'm, I'm touching hands, just touching the hands of people. And, and, and for some, she said, I remember the Sunday I jumped off. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Dorothy, you didn't have to say nothing. But, <laughs> but I, I got off the stage and the people were all around. And I, I'm, I'm praying. I'm, I remember touching hands. This is my, the much I can remember. And I'm touching hands. So I'm praying out loud for people as I'm walking through. But watch this. But at some point, as the Spirit was telling me, you know, as I'm praying people out loud, as I got to certain people, he said, shut up. <laughs> Literally. He said, just shut up. You can pray, but you ain't got to say nothing in that microphone. And literally, I would walk to that person and put my hand on their hand and pray my prayer in my head. He just said, shut up. A lot of times, we have to learn not to say something. A lot of times, we have to learn to not try to fix stuff. Ain't nobody asked you to be Captain Saver. Nobody. Male or female. Nobody asked you. Nobody asked you. We have to learn how to listen. Because the Holy Spirit will guide you and teach us how. The best, the best. Watch this. You know how to have your best moments in worship? is when you learn how to listen. Some of the best moments in praise and in worship is when you learn how to hear God's voice. It's listening. Listening is a skill set. And I'm not talking about listening, meaning, you know, I can't hear you, because a lot of times I can't, you know, you hear you, because there's a difference between I heard you versus what, versus I understood you. There's a difference between I heard you Versus I understood you. It's like when your mama say, did you hear what I said? That, that meant. <laughs> what did that mean when your mama said, did you hear what I said? It didn't mean, did you audibly hear what I said? What it meant was, did you hear and understand? Did you comprehend? Do you understand the words that was coming out of her mouth? Did you understand what, was, what it meant what she said? We have to learn to put ourselves in the place to be able to hear the voice of God. Because he'll tell us when to speak. He'll tell us when we should utter. But he'll also tell us when we should stop talking. Sister, uh, 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 Sister Pitts gave me, what did you just give me? You gave me Isaiah 42 and 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 eighteen, Isaiah forty-two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, come on. You do, don't look. Don't make me holler now. Uh, Isaiah uh, forty-two and eighteen. Isaiah forty-two and eighteen. 
Uh, let me let me let me read this King James, and I'm gonna help you all out with the with the with the messages in case you don't get it. Isaiah 42 and 18 say, "Hear ye deaf and look ye blind that ye may see." <laughs> my God, who is blind but my servant, or deaf as my messenger that I sent? Who is blind as he that is perfect, and blind as the Lord's servant, seeing many things but thou observest not, opening the ears? But here it's not. I know y'all say, okay, that's King James. Message, please. Let me help help the people. Pay attention. Are you deaf? Open your eyes. Are you blind? You are my servant and you're not looking. You're my messenger and you're not listening. The very people I depended on, servants of God, blind as a bat, willfully blind. You've seen a lot, but looked at nothing. You've heard everything, but listened to nothing. God, make time, make loving other people well your number one priority. That means being able to listen to them respectfully and hear what they're doing. Hear, hear, hear them out. Everything is not a complaint, even though you get a lot of them. Everything is not a complaint. Come on now, Felicia says, stop trying to usurp God's authority. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, Felicia. That's good. Listen and silent use the same letters. Sweet Jesus. Huh? Come on. That's a t-shirt right there. Are you reading the other ones? Did I miss one? Oh, Pat says. And then Felicia had one too. Oh, I missed all that. Let me go back up. Uh, let me go back up. Felicia said, Felicia says, a lady was complaining to me about her grown daughter living with her and getting on her nerves. Asked I asked have you loved on her and prayed for her she looked at me crazy i said okay i see you just a visitor at the church house and not a member use your privileges wow wow pat says one of the best things you can do especially as a leader is is to listen just listen i was able to de-escalate situations involving several of our schools troublemakers just by listening to them while saying nothing yeah because a lot of times, if you just sit there and listen, folks will talk themselves right out of whatever problem they in. <laughs> huh? If you sit there and listen long enough, watch this. You ever watch? I know we are we over time. Jesus. Oh, because I cut the lady off, so I didn't hear her complain no more about the time. You ever watch any of those, uh, 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 what's the show, 48 Hours, when they be all, you know, telling on themselves when they be in, in, the, uh, in, in, the, in the interrogation? A lot of times, the detective will ask one question, and then the person that's being questioned, he answers the question, but then he starts rambling, <laughs> giving a whole bunch of stuff that you was not asked. That's what happens when you, when you just sit back and listen to people. Give them the space and respectfully listen. And what you'll find is a lot of times they got, they, they, they'll come up with a solution to their own issue. And you ain't got to fix and save everybody. Felicia says, if I ain't learned nothing else, I have to jealousy all the time in, in my marriage. It works. I have to jealousy. Wait a minute. Oh. Don't talk. Don't listen. talk. Just listen. Just listen. <laughs> First of all, oh, sorry. I, <laughs> I got to be honest with you, baby. I lied. Please stay. That's my. Woo! I'm to listen to that. Stop playing. All right. Last one. Last one. Please always starting stuff. Last one. Last one. Number 11 says, 
uh, you embrace endings and losses as a fundamental way God works. Ooh. Wow. You embrace endings and losses as a fundamental way God works. The writer says this. You refuse to interpret endings as a sign of failure. Instead, you rest in God's goodness and sovereignty when disoriented by and confused by lost. Let me say that again. You rest in God's goodness and sovereignty when disoriented by and confused by loss. You know that waiting attentively on God in the midst of disorienting change is foundational to your spiritual growth. Let me help tell y'all something right now. If you want to know if you are an emotionally mature Christian, Christian. If you want to know that you are an emotionally mature Christian, lose something. Lose something. How you handle losing. How you handle losing will show your emotional and spiritual growth. Maturity. How you handle loss. Lose a major contract. Lose out on a job. Lose a family member. How you handle it shows your spiritual and emotional maturity. There, 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 there have been, we all in the last 18 months, you know, whether we knew somebody personally or whatever, I believe in the last 18 months, that three and a half, how many, whatever, the three point, whatever, uh, degrees of separation you said that they are everybody has known somebody that lost somebody in these last 18 19 months that we've been in this pandemic people have lost jobs people have lost financially people have definitely lost emotionally uh, people have lost mentally physically we've lost people we've lost uh, all types of things how we handle them is a sign of our growth. What do you mean? In the 1920s, they called it, uh, I forget what they called it, it was like uh, something Monday. When the, when the stock market crashed and people committed suicide, I forget what the, there, was, there was a name for it. I think it was in the 20s. Uh, I see what they called it. Uh, but it was the Wall Street cat crash of 1929. Tuesday. Is that what they called it? Something Tuesday, some weird, whatever it was. But it was it, it had, they have a name for it. But uh, this was, people literally were jumping out of windows because of the amount of Monday laws, like killing themselves. Like it was that bad in the 20s. The question is, when we have a loss now, how do we handle it? Black Monday, thank you. How do we handle it? How do we, how do we deal with it in the midst of disorientation, in the midst of confusion, in the midst of loss? How are we dealing 
It was called Black Monday in 2018 when we had another stock crash. I'm sorry. I just want to let you know. Black Monday was 2018? Yes, when when the Dow went down. Oh. In the 20s, it was Black Tuesday, 16 million. Oh. All south. 16 million dollars? Uh, I forget what. Maybe one sixteen million, cause that ain't nothing. Yeah, it's not stock market. Sixteen million shares on the New York. Oh, oh, that's different. <laughs> yeah. Um, but how do you handle the loss? How do you handle uh being in the midst of that shows your maturity? That now, now when I say handle, does not mean you can't be sad. Does not mean you can't be angry. Does not mean you you know. You can't cry. Doesn't mean any of that. But how you move during that time. As the people say, you, you, you know, you're moving funny, you're moving different. How do you move? Do you move differently when you're in the midst of a loss? Do you, do you, do you, do you succumb to the pain? Do you close yourself off? Do you shut down emotionally, spiritually, physically? Or do you say, you know what, I'm going to use this. I'm going to use this. One of the, one of the things that I learned, I learned in, in losing. Uh, and and here, 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 I'll put it to you like this. When you won a lot, losing is a harsh lesson. Can I say that again? When you've won a lot, losing is a harsh lesson. And 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 I'm talking about losing in a way, not not in a sporting event type way, but losing when, you know, you felt like you did everything to win and you lost. Or it was a loss that you didn't see coming how you handle it is a sign of your spiritual maturity. Do you use it to grow? Do you use it to grow? Because it, it, it is the foundation for spiritual growth. This was good, y'all. I like this article. I had no idea. This was good. I, this bad boy just, I was like, okay, this, you know, I, I like the title. This was good. I reached out to, um, what's the man's name? Peter, uh, 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 where's his name at? Uh, Peter Cesaro, I reached out to him uh, um, on his page, but he 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 doesn't have. Uh, I put a post up on his timeline, but he does not have a mess. He does not have Messenger uh, enabled on his uh, on his page. Uh, but he is, you know, this is an amazing article. Uh, good stuff. Very, very, very good stuff. Thank you all so much, man, for, for, uh, for tuning in tonight. Let's pray, and then we're going to go home. It's late, and your boy's tired. <laughs> like, for Felicia's real. Asking, asking for special prayer. Uh-oh, where we at? Hold on, let me go back. Uh, asking special prayer for my children's father, Greg Steele. He was hospitalized last week praying for uh, healing. Okay, gotcha. We'll do that. We'll do that. Please post. Oh, post a link to the article. I got it. You got it. Thank you. Tanya going to put it in the in the chat box in one second. Uh Miss Dunn. She'll put that in there for one second. Uh and we and do me this favor, y'all. We getting ready to pray. Uh if there's some names or some people, go ahead and drop them in the chat. Drop them in the chat real quick. 
Uh, and y'all remind me more often. I like calling out the name uh, of people. Uh, so thank you for putting uh, – we're definitely going to put Greg on the list here uh, to pray. Uh, but if there's some people in need of prayer um, or names that you want to add to the list, it's a, it's a few of y'all still on here. Uh, go ahead and drop me those those names, uh, and we're going we gonna, we gonna to pray in about 10, about, about 25 seconds. We're going to pray. So y'all go ahead and, and drop those names in the chat uh, real quick, and we're going we gonna to pray. Uh, for these people, for for these uh, people, God, your people, uh, we gonna go ahead and and do that uh, right now. Uh, uh, yeah, so we we definitely, definitely, definitely are going to do that. So y'all come on and uh, get us ready uh, so we can pray. I'm still waiting on some names. I just got the one so far, Greg Steele. Read Pat's comment. I'm about, I'm about to. I, I I looked at Pat's comment. I was going to ignore Pat's comment. Honestly, okay. I really was because right. I'm trying not to be all messed up over here. Okay. So yeah, that's yeah. Pat, I'm gonna throw some water, some on you when I see you. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I saw Pat's comment. I was trying. To, I, I read it and then I looked at it and then my eyes said, "Don't read no more." Uh, but yeah, let me uh, let me get to the uh, get to the stuff over here. I'll play too much. Uh, <laughs> uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Okay, all right. Ernest Martin Jr. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's pray. Let's pray. We're gonna pray. We're gonna pray. We're gonna pray. Uh, all right. So let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Y'all can still type the names. I'll look up if I see them. I'll call them out. I'll call them out. Father God, we thank you, God. Uh, right now, God, we thank you. First, God, we just want to say thank you just for being God. Yeah, we just want to thank you. Uh, just for being God. We just want to thank you uh, and lift your name up right now. We just want to lift up the name of Jesus uh, right now, God. We, we just want to trust you uh, right now, God. We, we know you, God, to be a healer. That's why they call you Jehovah Rapha, because you are a healer. They call you Jehovah Jireh, because you are a, a provider, God. So we lift up uh, right now, God. We just want to lift your name right now. God, there are some who have come right now, God, to this virtual altar right now, God, to lay some names uh, at this virtual altar right now, God, but we believe you to be omnipresent, huh? Everywhere at the same time. So, God, you can be everywhere at the same time, God. So, we're just going to lift your name right now, God. We're praying right now, God, uh, for the father of uh, uh, Felicia's children, uh, Greg Steele, right now, God. We recognize that he's in the hospital, God. God, but we trust, we're trusting right now, God, that you are uh, the chief physician. Yeah, that's it. You are the chief physician, God, and you can do anything uh, but fail, God. And even if you don't answer and honor our request, God, we will still say thank you. Hallelujah, Jesus. We will still say thank you. Uh, God, we want to lift up Ernest Martin Jr. to you right now, God. We want to lift his name up to you right now, God, because we recognize that you are a good God. We want to lift up Jacqueline right now, God, Jacqueline and Sister Dorothy Gibson right now, God. We're lifting them both up to you right now in Jesus' name. God, I want to lift up one of my coworkers, Miss Francesca Peck, God. I want to keep her lifted up in prayer, God. She's having chemo treatment right now, God, and going through some changes and some things, God, and we want to lift her up to you 
right now in Jesus' name. God, there are some who did not mention any names, God, some who uh, may not have left already, God, but you know what they stand in need of. God, I just want to lift up uh, every person connected to this radio show right now, God, who works in and behind the scenes. Lift them up right now in Jesus' name, God, those connected uh, currently and uh, 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 and previously, God. We want to lift them all up to you right now, God. God, I thank you right now, God, for allowing my mother to see 71 years today, God. You didn't have to do it, huh? but you're a good God, and for that I said thank you right now, God. We just want to uh, continue to pray right now, God. We thank you, God, even at a time like this, God, even in the midst of a pandemic, God, even in the midst of violence on the street, you're still a good God, and for that, we just want to say thank you right now in Jesus' name. God, there are so many, God, who are going through right now. God, the family of that young man, the 12-year-old boy who was killed by his mother, Jesus Christ, God. We just want to say thank you right now, God. We just want to cover, God, cover the father ah, who's hurting right now, God. Cover the father who's hurting right now, who has to bury a son, God. Cover cover the father right now, God, in Jesus name God we cover God we still want to cover those families God who are still going through the grieving process God who have not yet come to a a a a place where they can they can be all right God with the loss of a loved one God there people lost fathers people lost siblings God who whoever they may be God we lift them up right now God to you Yeah God we just lift them up right now to you in Jesus' name, <laughs> because you are a good God. In Jesus' name. Yeah. In Jesus' name, we pray. <laughs> Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I'm going to read this comment. Pat said, a neighbor asked about Nita a couple of weeks ago before she passed. I didn't see him again until several weeks after she passed. I told him in our early meeting we were trusting the doctors, but praying for a miracle. When I told him she passed, he said maybe that was the miracle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause see, we have to we have to remember. Ah. We have to remember sometimes when we ask God to take away the pain. <laughs> ah! Woo! Yeah, glory to God. We have to remember sometimes when we when we tell when we ask God to take away the pain. Ah. He can do anything but fail. God, glory to God. We have to remember when we ask God to take away the pain of the person, that when we ask God to end the suffering, when we ask God to pull them out of that situation, God says, yes, but I'm going to do it my way. And sometimes it's not going to be in the way we, we expect it. But at the end of the day, God says there is no more pain. There is no more suffering. And there is only rest. For those who died in, in, in Jesus, those who died in Christ, there is only rest. My, 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 my. Jesus. My, my, my. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, I'm finna go. I'm finna go, y'all. Y'all see y'all 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 be doing too much. All right. Uh when we back. Thursday. I mean Friday. Friday. Yeah. We'll see y'all on Friday on Praise Break Friday. Y'all stay blessed. Uh because God is good. I'm gonna just go out with this. Facebook will be all right. Y'all be blessed, man. I'm out. Yeah, come on, y'all holler. Sing that. Is uh uh Sister, uh, I mess her name up. Lynette on here. Can you learn this song for me? I, I, I probably shouldn't say that. Because you sing this song. I probably should right now. I ain't going to preach. I'm just going to be on the flow somewhere. <laughs> let, me, so I, let me take that back. Don't learn this song. Because <laughs> I'm going to just be laid out somewhere. My, my, my. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Y'all stay blessed, man. Love y'all. Get y'all something to eat. Ah. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.